0: Academia, a podcast with me your favorite podcast host slash best friend Alina. this podcast is all about learning um not like in a school way not like learning like teacher with the apple kind of thing this is all just about like exploring about things that interest us learning about life just like figuring figure out how to be a person and explore the world and the topics around us so yeah um welcome i have recorded so many fucking different like parts of episodes and i hate what i said and i want to change topics or i don't really like it or i just like keep stumbling so i've been MIA for the past couple weeks i'm so sorry i started episodes and then hated how they sounded hated how they were just that they were poor quality so i just didn't continue and i've been working on some research projects to make so i i want to like really thoroughly do some research and record some podcasts for you guys um this podcast is a hobby for me it is not my full-time thing I honestly do it on the side of like other I'm so tired I should not be recording right now I should have recorded literally hours ago but I've been busy doing chores um and I'm really tired and I should go to bed because I work tomorrow um anyway I've I've just been busy um you know it's been August Um, my family has been super busy. A lot of stuff there, just busy, busy. And I'm trying to do these research projects. I want to do a podcast episode about pipelines because that is a super huge issue. And, um, line three has been a huge, huge, um, space. It's a huge fight for indigenous people's rights and for environmental rights. And I want to talk about those. Um, the IPCC report came out about a month ago. Ish, three weeks ago, and I wanted to literally two weeks ago, I wanted to have an episode for you guys ready. Um, and then I just haven't finished reading the report, not even the full report. I will not be reading the full report, that is 3,000 pages long. However, um, the summary for policymakers, I'm trudging my, my way through. It's not that it's a hard read, I just don't have a lot of time. Um <sighs> There's going to be so, many, so much yawning in this episode. I'm not even particularly super tired or anything like that. But whatever. Whatever. Okay. So I want to do that. I'm still working on that. Even though it's going to be like a month and a half late. But it's still relevant. It's still important um, to talk about. I'm just kind of like delayed. And there's just other things I am to talk about. There's like so many other projects that I'm trying to research. And kind of like prep for you guys. And so we're getting there. Um, that's kind of why I've been MIA the past couple of weeks. But I wanted to record an episode for you today. Um, so that what you have something to listen to for what to hold you over. Um, I hate not having anything like it's so important to be consistent if you want to have any sort of like platform or do something online like be a content creator in any form whether it's podcasting, YouTube, TikTok, whatever. Like consistency is important. Um, so yes. Um, I I also, where's what was my next point? I got distracted by a plant again. I've gotten distracted by a plant so many times this today, whether it's Jeanette or Ramsey or Aristotle, I keep being distracted, um, or even Dennis. And Bernard's looking a little funky right now. I gotta check on Bernard. Um, actually, Bernard needs some water. I think. Here you go, Bernard. Okay. Um, so yeah. Also, my new recording days are or no, my new upload days publishing days publishing days so the day that the new episodes are gonna be released are changing to tuesdays i've been doing mondays that way you would have like the week to listen however mondays are just not happening for me why was that so loud why was that so loud so yeah mondays are not really happening for me super much like super has this thing even been on oh it has been on why did i i honestly was like oh yeah this thing hasn't been on this whole time psychopath um so yeah um can you hear me can i hear me okay i feel like um so yeah tuesdays are the new recording days or tuesdays you know what i mean i'm just look for new episodes on tuesdays
1: tuesdays
0: tuesdays okay um I'm still learning how this stupid microphone works. I love the microphone. I think it's great. It's real crisp. However, it keeps picking up like my computer fan or the dog barking across the street or people farting downstairs. Like it picks up so much. And then it picks up so much. Yet Also, it's so quiet. Like I will play it back and it's still so quiet and I don't understand. So if anyone knows how to do stuff, tell me. (laughs) I'm learning. I'm learning. Um so yeah, that's a super fun thing. Do, 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 do. Like this is housekeeping section. Housekeeping. Um Did I even tell you what today's episode is about? It's about like how to get involved in politics for beginners, like very basic, general kind of stuff. Um for novices rookies Alrighty, we'll get into that in a second so housekeeping things so check my pot check my twitter check my twitter um for updates fun stuff instagram i should honestly delete at this point because i'm not using it um i think that's it that's the main important thing. Oh, people are listening on their web browser, and twenty nine percent listen to my podcast on other platforms than Spotify, and Apple Podcasts, or Anchor. I don't know what they're listening to it on though. Fascinating. Um, okay. Oh, unique listeners. Okay, so there's one thing. So welcome to Catic Academia. We're f- we're many episodes into this podcast at this point. You know, um, it's not new so much we've been we've been doing katech academia for a few months um versus you know it's not it gets messy anymore which get with the times my friend asked me she was like you have two podcasts now it gets messy and katech academia and i was like didn't you read my tweets katech academia is the only one we just changed the name and the branding a little bit and i want to kind of like share this as we're doing housekeeping talking about my new projects talking about Why I've been so busy and just like the podcast in general. I want to share with you a quote. I I found it a few years ago and I loved it. And I just found a quote buried in my files on my computer. I don't know what brought me to this photograph with this quote on it. But I have this quote and it perfectly summarizes what I'm trying to do with this podcast and other things in my life, just try to how I try to live my life, basically. It's my own little motto, I guess. It's not mine. I didn't I didn't create it. But it's a quote. It's by Richard Feynman. He said, Study hard what interests you the most in the most undisciplined, irreverent, and original manner possible. End quote. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it again, Just because, like is so good study hard what interests you in the oh, sorry how did i mess it up i just i love it so much we oh, got chills <laughs> study hard what interests you the most in the most undisciplined irreverent and original manner possible that's richard Feynman, ladies and gentlemen and non-binary friends and everyone else the girls the case of these that is how i aspire oof i just got a new tutoring request um it's this woman who <laughs> calc 1 why would you ask for me to help you with calc 1 didn't you read my profile i do english government spanish I'm not a calc teacher. I have never I t- took one semester of calc one time in high school. Um I would like to te- I'm trying to teach myself calculus for fun, but that's been slow going. Um so yeah, that I just studying and learning outside of school. This podcast is all about learning away from the apples and the teacher aesthetic tiktoks i don't know i feel like the teacher aesthetic is weird you know like the education aesthetic i hate it with the apples and the little school buses and little schoolhouses and the handwriting you know i'm talking about i hate it that's why i'm i'm destined to be a college professor with the the chaotic scribbles that's me okay so yeah there's all of that okay so today we're talking about like how to get into activism how I got into activism a little bit and kind of like where to go from it because I feel like I'm in an I don't want to say an activism rut social justice rut I'm a little bit in a rut right now and I kind of been like thinking about what has why I picked political science as my major I'm not telling you to pick political science um or anything like that but try to afford but I'm thinking about like what got me into politics what got me into activism period um and how you can get into it because I was talking to this girl, um, last week about it, about climate change and, um, how to care about the environment, all this stuff. And so I was like, oh, what a perfect episode to record to hold you guys over until I'm do it finish with my research. Um, my loose is even loose. Re- it's not even like good research. It's like I mean, it's like it's good research. Like it's not like bad, but it's not like I'm reading, you know, thirty peer-reviewed articles, and then you know, writing an abstract and it's way more informal than that you know whatever okay anyway so I guess I've always been kind of like a little bit of a mini activist one time in the third grade um me and my friends so on the bus you would sit like by age so the older kids would sit in the back that's how all buses work you know older kids are in the back the younger kids up front and you just like fill in well, anyway, me and my friends, we wanted to sit in the back with the older kids and they wouldn't let us. So, we literally held a protest. We made protest signs. My mom encouraged it. My mom was like, good for you. Like, I'm proud of my kid. You're going to change the world. Who who knew? Like, thinking about that, like, who fucking knew I would be where I am now? Why is my dad so surprised? I have no idea. Anyway, so, like, that was, I guess, the beginning. Um, I also... As a young girl, I also didn't understand sexism. Like, why people thought that I couldn't do what the boys could do. Like, I would get pissed about it. Like, I was kind of a little bit problematic because I was a child. You know? Where, you know, like, when you a lot of people when they're first introduced to, like, gender inequality and, like, boys thinking girls can't do things. It's always, like, girls can do whatever a man can do. And then some girls, like, denounce their femininity they're like oh you know what I'm gonna I'm not into that girly shit I'm t- I'm tougher than that that's not real feminism so like <laughs> fuck off but like that's what I was as a kid but as a kid I was like oh people tell me that I can't do something because I'm a girl I'm gonna fight back you know that kind of thing um is to argue with my dad about global warming at the kitchen table we still argue about that today <laughs> nothing's changed in the past 15 years um <laughs> but so like starting in elementary school I just got interested in issues like I was like I just got pissed I just got pissed off at the world you know Because so I was like what are you kidding what? what what lipstick in my Valentina white bag um okay um, but no like really I was just always kind of upset about things like everything just pissed me off all the time I also just took my headphones out of my ears while I'm recording and let me tell you it's a whole different vibe like First of all, I'm just this girl recording alone in a room talking to nobody. But it's you guys. But it's nobody. Um, But it sounds different because I have headphones in usually to like hear what the recording sounds like. And it's just, it sounds totally different. Just, it's wild. Absolutely bananas bonkers. Insane. Okay. Anyways, back to my headphones being in so I can hear myself some more. Okay. And then in high school, when we had to get to choose topics, I would just like write about it. Like I would write about feminism. I paid in my school papers like I came through activism in an academic way actually which I think is super fun um but honestly who who is surprised I also would call my friends out for shit like just like a little stuff like I just I didn't feel like it was morally right for me to stand by while people said sexist or racist remarks um and then I was a part of the recycling club in high school, you know, like I was just trying to like all my papers, all my research, like my projects were some sort of like about a social justice issue because I wanted to learn more about them because I wanted to be like, make sure that like my positions have some merit to them. Um, Like I remember <laughs> I did, a, I literally did a, um, presentation my senior year of high school about legalizing prostitution i've now learned that what we should be fighting for is decriminalization but i didn't know that word at the time um but i do now but then i came to college and in college man did i just take off like it was so cool in college it was like here i'm we're all going to teach about social justice And I was, like, hot damn. (laughs) And at that point, like, I already was, like, known for caring about issues, whether I would tweet about them, all my papers about them in school, or, like, me fighting my friends, you know? Um, like, I would just talk to my friends about things. Like, I was always just, like, so passionate about the issues anyway. Like, I was, like, oh, I'm interested in these things. And then I just, like, found groups that I was, like, more interested in. And then... So I joined the American Association of University Women. which least my chapter at my school. Um, which I then quit my chapter because I did not necessarily like how it was being run. It was not like the people's fault. It was just like the organization style just wasn't exactly like working for me. And I just got really frustrated and tried to put my energy elsewhere. Um, and then I became an RA and an orientation leader. And we had to go through all the social justice training. However, I didn't really learn much from them. I learned a little bit. But, like, in college, I at that point, like, I was already, like, exploring so much of it on my own. Whether it was going to trainings or writing papers or just, like, talking about it. Um, I took a sociology class, like, an intro to soci soc class with one of the coolest professors in the world. Awesome. So cool. Like, honestly, through my classes and then... And then I started getting more into social media. I did not get Instagram or Facebook until I got to college. So like, kind of. But like, I don't really, I don't really like s- social media for activism. Not really my thing. However, there's a lot of power in that. I just think so much of it is performative. But like, there is a lot of power in social media. So I'm not gonna like, you know, discredit it. Um, it's just not my preferred. I just think that they're like, I'm more like in the streets kind of gal. Um are more like calling your congress people kind of. I'm not in the street. I'm not like protesting like marching as much as I would like to be. Um again, I'm in an activism rut. Um but no, I remember taking the social class and I learned like I already knew like we were still plagued by racism because I would hear people all the time saying slurs, calling people slurs. Um watching my queer friends. I, I remember like watching queer friends get bullied or stuff like that. like you know, I, just, I knew that the issues existed. My social class introduced me to more of the data this and, the, and the, the academics of it. you know i had I had dabbled in it before in high school, but like going to a high school in a conservative town, my teachers were really supportive and stuff like that. like my teachers were cool, but like to talk about it in the in an academic sphere, incredible. um. I was a communication major at the time, my freshman year as a communication major, and um, I don't know. I went on an alternative break. I went on a trip for so. Alternative breaks. I signed up for it because I liked, I've always liked community service. Um, I've always really liked community service, and alternative breaks are known as breakaways at some schools is a program in which college students like a dozen of them go to another state or somewhere else in the country. It's it what I like I said it's you're not going out of the country, but you're going to somewhere else in the state or a different state, which is kind of like domestic imperials. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm a little conflicted on it sometimes cuz I'm like why would we go to another city to like solve their problems when we have issues at home? Like why are we implanting we can't make, like, long-term change. We're just going for a week, you know? But, like, but then again, like, sometimes nonprofits just need those volunteers. So, it was kind of nice. So, anyway, they have jobs to get done. And we assist them through their regular jobs, you know, like, that kind of thing. Um, So, my alternative break trip, my very first one ever, I went to St. Louis, Missouri. I worked with a nonprofit there. We learned about, oh, time. Fuck, my alarm just told me that it's time to go to bed. I didn't have to shower tonight, too. Oh well. I wanted to read in bed. That's not happening. Do I skip the shower or I skip the reading? I should skip the reading, but I think I'm going to skip the shower. Will I be okay? Maybe I can, if I get up early enough, I'll shower in the morning. I won't, but like, I'm going to pretend. Um. Oh my gosh, I was trying to write it again. <laughs> anyway, so my sort of break trip, it was... What was it? Edu- it wasn't education. It was something about education. Something and education. Was it race and in education? Inequality in education? Something like that. And it introduced me to a lot of... Like, that trip was so life-changing and eye-opening like it was truly such an awesome an awesome awesome trip like I it was the start of so much like truly was like it wasn't the catalyst for me deciding what to do with my life sort of because I'm not fully decided but like that planted the seed that was this planting the seed so on this trip we worked with a nonprofit that helped immigrant families and low-income families um and like BIPOC families in different in a number of different ways just like families who are affected in so many different ways and the organization helped them by connecting them with like financial advisors social workers childcare, um clothing food all sorts of stuff um and we volunteered with them for the whole week and then, so, we would do a bunch of work in the mornings, whether it was sorting donations. Um, I, being a Spanish major, I helped um, create these Spanish, where it was, like, I think it fell around some sort of, like, Women's Day kind of thing. Um, and so, we were cre- they had these, like, motivational, like, posters they were making for women. It was, like, cheesy and, like doesn't really do much but it was like a, like a little pick-me-up and so because they had a lot of like spanish-speaking families i got to make some in spanish for them which was really cool um but they also so our coordinator with the, the nonprofit who worked with us um their coordinator set up this awesome 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 like just curriculum to help us teach us about like things like redlining gerrymandering we learned so much um about the way wealth inequality has affected people through generations and how racism is a part of our institutions like just like things that you wouldn't consider unless you know you're introduced to it like things that for young people like you don't necessarily I don't want you don't necessarily learn in school but like aren't prioritized um it was just we played this monopoly game and it was a monopoly, except for some people had different, like, inhibitors that, like, signified um the way people are disadvantaged and the way privilege affects people. Like, all about this, like, privileged, mo- privileged monopoly. It was so fucking cool. And that trip was a catalyst for me. It taught me so much. Um, I also had been hired as an RA and an orientation leader. And so I had to go through orientation training and RA training. We had a lot of social, ge- like diversity inclusion training which it was nice like I don't think I learned a ton um but it definitely like taught me it taught me how to like converse about it in that sphere and so we had a lot of conversations which was cool um a lot of like exercises about privilege which was super super fun and then um my sophomore year I kind of just got more into it like doing a bunch of organizations like um just getting involved in a bunch more organizations did another alternative breaks trip um oh that one was so cool it was about juvenile justice like it was about um like criminal justice but for juvenile so we actually volunteered in a juvenile like like, jail, like, a detention center, like, a prison, like, we went to jail, <laughs> we didn't spend the night or anything, I wish, though, kind of, like, I don't want to be like, oh, I wish I spent the night, but I was also like, oh, I don't know, man, <sighs> but we actually worked with these kids, um, for a week, and just, like, talked about them, and I was, like, learned so much about, like, rehabilitation and disadvantages and the, um, the, oh my God, where's it going? School to prison pipeline and all sorts of stuff. Like I, it was super eye opening. Um, but that semester, so my sophomore year, first year as an RA. Sophomore year, I was in the honors program. I took an uh, my honor sophomore class because every so in at my school, every fall, um, of college you take an honors course, um, and it's not like honors math honors is like you just take honors and then the instructor creates the curriculum about whatever topic and that one was neoliberalism and holy shit that that was right there. That was the catalyst for changing my major because I realized how many of our problems were institutional, how many of them were Ronald Reagan's fault and just like how much neoliberalism and like these different political theories have integrated themselves into our government and how they've affected us. Like that class was fucking eye-opening like changed my life changed other kids lives like I talked to my professor that was like truly like fall of 2018 in May of 2021 I talked to my professor from that class told him how much he changed my life because of that course like truly it was just incredible um that is what pushed me to go into what I was going into because I learned about how neoliberalism affected race how it affected wealth inequality how it affected our environmental problems how it affected all these different things and i was like holy shit and that year like my sophomore year i really got into it like i was changed my major to political science started studying these things i traveled to washington dc to do the women's march in january me and my best friend we drove down to washington dc i did um an mlak white what mlk why did say mla oh mla format dub jesus and mlk junior march like we i did a number of different like stuff like that um social media i obviously kind of ramped up my talking about the kind of stuff on social media and yeah i just i ran with it from there aauw again like more i was in a queer monologue or no not queer monologues that's my best friend's order. i was in the vagina monologues there's so many monologues i am literally a straight cis person i should not be in anything queer that's not my space um vagina monologues oh i was telling my sister about the queer no i was telling my cousin about queer monologues the other day because i'm trying to convince my cousin to like he's gonna be a senior and i'm like okay time to like move out of like let's, let's how are we gonna start your life and i was like college you can be whoever you want um I was like telling him about that. So I did the vagina monologues. I did. I mean, like, I was pretty stereotypical, like the girl who gets involved in social justice and activism in college kind of thing. But like it was just so cool and so fun. And like, um, I I was so passionate about it. Um, I became a democracy fellow, got really, really into voting rights. I was into voting in high school as well like I got into voting in high school um but I really got into like voting rights voter education um through my role as a democracy fellow and then I just took off and Black Lives Matter I did a lot of protests a lot of social media stuff I've been trying to do some more climate stuff recently I led an environment like an alternative break for the environment so I was actually in charge me and my best friend um Well, we're just close friends. He was, like, one of my best friends my freshman year. We're still pals, though, but we're just not as close um, because we both got busy with other things. Um, But one of my closest... One of my dear friends, who I adore with my whole heart, we let an alternative break together um, to environmental stuff. Just, like, making it a part of my life. And so now, I've been in a rut since I moved... Since I graduated. My senior year... I don't know, man. I kind of was just like so focused on graduating like my life kind of fell apart my junior year um I had an accident that caused me to lose my job and my housing um and then covid happened and I just my world got rocked and so my senior year was shit I was a terrible at everything I did I've failed a class and papers and I was a terrible leader in my organizations, and I felt like a, I'm, I am a good leader, and I am good at what I do, but I was not at that time, and I, I disappointed a lot of people. I really did. I disappointed a lot of people my senior year, and then I graduated with my degree in political science, and I, my senior year, I was like, damn, I don't want to do political science anymore, and right now, I'm kind of like torn whether I want to keep doing political science or if I want to really pursue biology because I was like I had a biology minor I started my junior year but I was like man maybe I'll just do biology for graduate I love biology and I literally barely passed all my bio classes so I don't know man um so that's kind of like my activism journey and kind of like where I'm at but like so I've been to a number of different marches I oh and I just I'm I got involved in a number of different organizations and all sorts of stuff and and now I feel like I have to get back into it. So I'm going to talk about getting back into or getting into activism for the first time a little bit more um, after the break. Enjoy your break. Okay, welcome back. Um... So now I'm just trying to get back into it, you know? So, because I've just felt like a garbage activist. I felt like a garbage environmentalist and all this kind of stuff. And um, I want to get back into it. So for me, I'm trying to nail down, like, I have a number of things that I care about. You know, keeping up with that can be kind of hard. So trying to, like, make sure I'm up on my issues. Um, For me, though, it is so important that I live the values that I preach or I I have an ethical code that I live by kind of thing um it is political I think politics <laughs> if like oh it's just politics they're not that important or whatever like for me politics absolutely impact a relationship I will not be friends with someone um because of politics I will not be dating someone because of politics like I politics do they do affect who i surround myself with and some people are like that's so not tolerant of you like how could you be like that you don't accept people, but like i don't think of it as like oh it's not because of your political affiliation it's because we have different we have different morals we have different values um because i was talking to this dude at work because i was like kind of thought that he was flirting with me a little bit uh, but he looked like a, like um, I don't know, like someone who might be right leaning, and I was like, I have to figure it out. And we we're just chatting and stuff like that. And um, and that's when I was kind of like sitting down. I was like, Yeah, absolutely, politics do affect my relationship. Like, and it's not because I'm like intolerant to other people's beliefs, but I'm like, the people who are going to be in my life, I want to have the same values of me. I want to surround myself with people who. And not that I think people with different, like, opinions of me are, like, they can be my life. But I want people to have, like, the same values of kindness, of inclusion, of, you know, I want people, because your, pol- to me, not just me, but this is what is it is, your politics represent what matters to you and how you value people and things and what you value, like, who and what you value more than others, you know? And, um people in my inner circle we all need to be on the same page and some of it is for the protection of the people close to me like we can't date if you just support if you don't support black lives matters because no that affects the lives of my friends because i know that my my friends lives are not safe around you if you're homophobic you don't support queer people now i know that you don't support my friends lives you know if you're sexist, you know or misogynistic I know that if you don't live in the gender pay gap I that tells me that you don't really believe or value the issues or the things that I go through like that's disres- like now you're not disre- you're now you're not respectful to me. You say shitty things about trans people, you're gone. Like that's important to, like if you value economics more than human lives you know, that kind of thing. Like, I really, I live my principles out. And if you live your principles out, then our lives are not compatible. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I think sit down and be like, what, what matters to you? What's important to you? Um, sometimes it can be hard to fight for all the issues. Um, and I get that. You know, find a couple, you know, but granted all of them are important. Um, and you can support multiple movements while focusing on another. I want you just like, I want you to figure out like what, what is important to you. I've narrowed down minus, minus climate and environmental issues. And the reason I chose environmental issues, um, is because I think that is so all encompassing because we are affected by. because racial justice isn't like environmental justice is racial justice is indigenous justice it's so many different like the environment is a huge like blanket over a bunch of different issues kind of thing um and that's always been my first love and something I care about so strongly like where I grew up like the environment is such a huge part of where I'm from and um Protecting our natural resources and like being from the Great Lakes. Like, I to be an environmentalist. To not be an environmentalist in Michigan is a crime. I think. <laughs> Hear me swallow my water. Okay. ASMR. Um. My fan is my computer fan is screaming. Um. To find things that are important to you. Um. And then once you kind of figure that out, that's where the hard part comes, I think. It's like just connecting yourself with the right resources and getting educated very well. Um, the good news is, if you're, inv- if you're interested in getting more involved in the climate, um, check out the Chaotic Academia Twitter page. And then um, just click the link in my bio and it'll lead you to my link tree. In my link tree has a bunch of resources about climate action or climate education. So there you go. Um, but that's where it comes. So find. So I want you like I would connect yourself with local or local organizations. Like about the topic, local nonprofits maybe some nonprofits are bad. Just FYI, but like you know, check with local movements. Um, I know that there's a lot of Facebook pages for like local Black Lives Matter organizations or local marches like there's facebook groups for that kind of stuff um there's a ton of organizations like so like i mentioned i was a part of the american association of university women that's a feminist organization um promotes women equality in universities and in workforces um low league of conservation voters is an organization that prior, like votes for environmental policies that kind of stuff like Find organizations that support your your area of interest. Um, If you're a college student, join an organization. Also, like so here. Okay, step one: identify what you want, like what you care about. Step two is inform yourself on it, and inform yourself by researching, just like and finding organizations online, finding academic like journals that's super important to find that kind of stuff um do research i don't be like do your research and then people like literally don't know how um i want you to think critically about your sources like how partisan does it sound how how much does it point blame how does it how much does it point fingers or is it like a critical analysis of something or is it just like whiny and pointing fingers um that kind of thing read books on the topic there are tons of books um try to avoid books by political leaders so here's the thing when you're getting involved in politics avoid reading the books of politicians avoid reading when you're educating yourself about the issues avoid reading things from politicians you think, Alina, Why would you? Why would I do that? Here's the thing. You shouldn't be educated on the issues from politicians. I don't think because they have an agenda. It's granted you do too. You do too. But I think that those are always so skewed and always so like partisan or based on a party or based on whatever reason. Like, don't don't read like a Trump book about what's wrong with America don't read that and i don't read uh, nancy pelosi stuff either like read about the issues from the people on the ground it is so important that like if you're learning about indigenous struggles listen to indigenous people listen to indigenous creators and authors and um if you're want to learn about feminism read from read about women read from women um queer articles queer research like hear from the people from those communities and they're going to have different opinions. I mean, fuck, look at Candace Owens. <laughs> you know, but like, <laughs> who are leading activists? Who's creating this literature? And it's, it's out there. Sometimes you have to stumble upon it. What's really, really cool is that lately, the social media, social media is a great way to connect. Um, avoid Facebook at all costs. If you're an activist, stay off Facebook. <laughs> Unless you're, like, organizing a march. Like, that's a really good place for like marching or like events organizing. But like Insta I have Hello. I heard a noise. Okay. Um I don't love Instagram because a lot of its activism seems super, 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 super performative. <laughs> I have a problem with that because I'm a hater. Um. <laughs> um, but like, look for TikTok, Twitter, Instagram creators. Um. I'm not gonna like give certain recommendations at this moment in time, but like, think critically about what you're reading. <laughs> um. read read political theory read read it get books buy books just you're gonna do a lot of reading a lot of reading um documentaries are good too i would be cautious about it because they are having to make it cinematic and so a lot of stuff is left out like some people said c-spear is really good c-spiracy then a lot of people also had really shitty things to say about or Um, when you're research, it's just a lot of like a lot of researching, and and um, luckily people have made Google Docs with like lots and lots and lots of links and stuff like that. Find organizations um online, nonprofit orgs, um, join organizations on camp on your campuses, and and then if like, um, I know my campus had like events like we had something called something conversations that was talking about this kind of stuff where you talk about it granted the person who ran it was definitely a white savior um he had a white savior complex and was super problematic but everyone praised him because i hate what a good cis straight man straight white man who cares about others white savior complex like fake as fuck um About like, go see if, go to your trainings. Go to the stuff like, and there's there's a lot of criticism to be had in these spaces, like because some of it is super like fluff, and like not actually an issue. Some of it is like important, and some of it's not actually an issue. Like, and the more you get into it, the more critiques you'll have. Um. Just get into those spaces. When it comes time for you, you actually want to like take action. It's time for you to take action. And you want to do something about it. Volunteer. So important. If you cannot give money, give your time. I don't necessarily have money to give to organizations. And I'm not always sure sometimes so some organizations you don't want to give your money to because they're going to be shit with it like susan g komen for breast cancer research bullshit organization like they don't do shit um all the money like some some companies like their ceos just like hoard all the money so if you can't spend money like some are great some In like, the best companies, the best organizations are the ones that are super, super transparent, super transparent about what they're doing with their money, that kind of stuff. Super transparent. God, it's so loud. Um, those are the best ones, you know. Um, so volunteer. Excuse me, and donate money. Donate if you can. Donate to money. Donate. If you can't donate to necessarily necessarily like an organization because some organizations are bad donate to like actual people (laughs) like donate to so there's a lot of like homeless trans black trans women help them out like or buy resources go out and like buy things and donate them like hold a high like a, a hygiene drive and donate to your local shelter get involved with your local shelter volunteer Um, I know like not during COVID but outside of COVID um, the women's shelter near my school or one of them because we had a couple one of them had volunteers crisis operators volunteer to be on a crisis line Um, if you're wanting to do environmental stuff get with the local conservancy agency and volunteer to help clean up the environment like those are also ways to kind of like live out your your ethics your truth when it comes to actual like activism and organizing there are lots of opportunities so find local movements um there are even organizing jobs sometimes posted on like linkedin or indeed and like those kinds of things i found some organizing jobs through there um if you're like nervous about organizing and that kind of stuff then just volunteer with people who do organize so like volunteer as a canvasser for a different thing um you know if you did a lot of research and you really care about this one bill um you know whether it's whatever proposal that you want them to vote on or you want people to vote on so like you know doing that research so they're like proposals that the constituents vote on so like prop 1, prop 3, prop like blah 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 blah. blah. People vote on um in elections and then there are some things that um there are like bills introduced in the Congress in Congress that you want to like urge constituents constituents to call their congress people about or just call congress call email like pester your congress people as well like make phone calls with them. Um which is an awesome, awesome way. Like, so getting down to action: volunteering, volunteering with organizations, actually like doing the work. Um, volunteering for campaigns to campaign for important legislation or campaign for people's rights. Um, as always, get involved in the march. Find a march if you are too scared to organize one. Like I get to organize a march because I'm just. Something that doesn't make me comfortable. I'm not comfortable with yet, especially like given where I'm living. I was in a Black Lives Matter slash Pride protest last summer, and I received a lot of hate from my entire town. People were very mean to me. Um, it caused a lot of tension with me in my town and within my own family. My dad and I had a very bad relationship after that. Um like very, 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 very bad relationship. Um worst it's ever been because I went to that. So like sometimes you can't. Some sometimes you can't. Um, you know, the, I remember there so I was watching a TikTok about this line three protest and they have like a degree of like severity um because if you know like you can't get arrested you know don't do actions that are that are arrestable offenses um so they have a number of things of like just marching or walking not arrestable you know like there's different like things seasoned people will help be able to help you out people who've been doing it for a while you know um like there are some things and also like so if you're going to a protest one make sure that you have like a little bit of money on hand. You wanna have phone numbers of a bail fund, like a you know, if or oh, I made the I made the ducky fart again. Oh, come on. This is my ducky, okay. I have this rubber ducky and I made it fart on accident. Anyway, like be prepared you know don't carry weapons with you do not by any means carry anything that could be deemed a weapon on you um snacks you want snacks food that kind of stuff like um good comfortable walking shoes a number if you have a lawyer have your have your lawyer's number on you that kind of thing charge your battery for your phone you know, those kind of things. Like, you want to have a plan. You want to have an exit plan of how you're going to get out of the situation. You know, if something goes wrong. And this is from your more serious protests. Not all of them are like that. Um, you know. Um, and the more you go to them, the better. You're like, you'll feel more comfortable. If you're ready to organize one, yeah. Just make sure you have the right permits. And, like, if you need a permit, there's a lot of, like, little details that can go into it sometimes. So, you want to, like, plan it ahead of time. Talk to your local... I hate being like oh yes you have to like take the bureaucratic like because sometimes you can't sometimes it's just a march like you just gotta fucking do it but like there are we have the right to assembly in the US so you know if your city requires a permit try to get the permit that you need try to like if you're able to try to do it the go through jump through the right hoops but I get it because it's a protest and sometimes you can't um sometimes sometimes you just have to break the damn law um but you have to be willing like you have to like know that there will be consequences and that kind of thing um but you're fighting for your you're fighting for your morals you're fighting for what you believe in so go for it um but if that's not really your scene or you don't really you don't feel comfortable you're not safe you don't have the means to do those kinds of things um a lot of internet activism you know on social media sharing information um, with others call your Congress people call your Congress people write letters to them email them snail mail it through the US Postal Service like contact pest pastor them just absolutely pester them um, Pester big corporations too, not just your senators, but like big corporations, bother this shit out of like an organization that doesn't bother you. Um, choose where you want your money to go. You know that's a huge one. Choose where you want your money to go. I fully believe in this, but like I saw this quote one time and it said, every time you spend a dollar, you cast a vote for the world you want to live in. Ever since then, I don't shop at Walmart. I don't shop at I try. Not, I don't shop at Amazon. Like. I shop local the best I can. I shop at local stores if when I am able to. Granted, that's a huge privilege. Like, not everyone has the opportunity to do that. Not everyone has the capacity to do that. Everyone has can do a little bit, you know, but not everyone can afford to shop all local all the time. It's expensive. You know, those are all different ways. And talk to your friends about it. Have conversations with your friends. Spread information. Education and knowledge is so, so important. And it can be really tricky sometimes. It can be so, so tricky. But that is so, so important. You need boots on the ground. Marching. You need people pestering companies. You need people pestering Congress people. Run for a, an elected position. Hell, do that. Start a non-profit. Get involved in nonprofit work. Volunteer. Um get involved in political organizing all those are great things to get going get you going um sometimes activism there's a lot of risk that comes into it though like people get arrested it affects people's social lives people you know so just like make sure that you are willing to take like what actions you take just measure your risks that kind of thing that's, I guess, I guess, a good piece of advice I can give you. Um, join organizations that support things that you believe in. I think that's like a good summary. I think that's good. I think that's it. Um, but like I mentioned, follow my link tree. So if you're interested and you want to know how to do more. Um, also, sign petitions. Sign petitions. Sometimes petitions don't work, though. But like, um, when it comes down to like activism, how to make meaningful change. This is my summary because we're wrapping it up. I full heartedly believe in the power of a community and power to the people in grassroots organizing. You can make individual contributions. You can do a lot as an individual. However. The power comes from our communities and the strength in numbers to make meaningful change. But it starts with you. It starts with an individual. Whether it's going on strike. Whether it's having a sit-in and refusing to move. Um, hunger strikes. I'm not going to tell you to do a hunger strike unless you're really willing to. Like, that's something... This is for beginners. This is just getting into activism. That's a little extreme. But if you're ready to jump right in, go for it, you know, depending on what you want to do. Whether it's you make a poster and you sit outside the Capitol building every damn day, you sit outside City Hall every damn day. Or whatever, you know, um, as an individual. You're you'll get you'll people will notice. But I so wholeheartedly believe in the power of people. So get involved. Find groups of people who believe in what you believe in. Do that kind of stuff. Um, I'm in a rut. And I'm hoping that I can get out of it soon. Um, and that's kind of what I'm doing with this podcast a little bit. So I'm going <sighs> to... I believe in the power of people. and your own intro- in, in your own contribution. Starting with you. Um, Dr. Ayanna Elizabeth Johnson, my academic idol. I talk about her all the time. I just want to be her so badly. <laughs> she has this super, super awesome, like, Venn diagram to help you find your place in, like, taking care of something. And so she did this. There's this podcast episode that she did. So Dr. Ayanna uh, Elizabeth Johnson has a podcast with Alex Bloomberg and it is one of the best podcasts ever it's called How to Save a Planet I absolutely love it to pieces Um, please listen wherever you find your podcasts um she did this episode um what is the title of this podcast what is the title of the episode they also recently released it on Ologies which I love I think it's, um, is your climate or is your carbon footprint BS? I think that's what it's called. Yep. Is your carbon footprint BS? Listen to that episode. Listen to it. Absolutely listen to that episode. Um, it's so good. Anyway, she talks about in the episode, your, how to like save a planet. And she has this Venn diagram. And you have these three circles. It's a three circle Venn diagram. And one circle is what work needs to be done. So what issue that you want to care about and like what kind of like part of that issue. So there's like when it comes to climate change, there are all sorts all different like sectors of climate change, whether it is carbon emissions, it is like from industry, um, if it's factory farming, whether it's education, like find yours part. Find the what needs find the job that what needs to get done, whether it's writing policy, protesting, educating others, like find the work that need, what is the work that needs to get done. That's one of the circles. The next circle is something that you're good at, things that you are good at. Um, if you're really good at studying, if you're really good at public speaking. You're really good at writing, whatever it is, whatever you're good at. That's another circle. The third circle are things that you like to do. You know, whatever that is. And then that very middle, that's going to be what your place is in, in a movement. Um, so, you know, for me, I really like school. I like studying. I love to do school. I love it happens to be the only thing I'm good at even though I'm not even that good at it anymore I'm not really good at much (laughs) these days um and then what needs to be what work needs to get done well research I guess and so that's kind of like where I'm trying to do things so I hope that helps you kind of like find your way okay we're wrapping this up thank you so much for listening to this app Podcast episode. This has been chaotic Ka- academia. Um, as I mentioned earlier, follow my link tree. So, I don't know why my link tree is not loading on my computer when I'm trying to click oh, sign into my link tree account. Fuck you, keep signing me out. It doesn't not like it's not like you like stay signed in at all for some reason, which sucks. Um, so my link tree is link tree slash um Alina Devode because that's my full name actually even though my podcast is just under Alina um, Alina Devode and you'll have a bunch of links so it starts off with the link to this podcast um the Twitter to this podcast my study Instagram the how to save a planet calls to action list so how to save a planet podcast has a whole list of calls to action the all we can save initiative Stop line three, change the chamber, call for climate, fire drill Fridays, Fridays for the Future, Lead conservation voters. So I have a bunch of environmental links if you're wanting to get into that. Um, I'm going to create probably another section of links for um, women's issues, that kind of thing. I just kind of get more into that, um, but for right now, it's just my climate stuff. Check those out. So my link tree is a good place to go if you want to get involved in climate activism um and other than that i think that's it follow our twitter don't follow our instagram (laughs) like share and subscribe this podcast um let's see do we have any us do we have any like reviews um for this podcast no we have none. Oh, all of my episodes from When It Gets Messy is are still published on Apple Podcasts. I thought I took those down. How do I take those down? Fuck. Okay. Well, rate, review, share this podcast. Follow our podcast Twitter, which is... At Pod Chaotic Academy, so it's Pod Cha- Academia minus the mia, because I ran out of characters. Um. And yeah, check me out there. I am um super super excited for this release. I'm going to talk about um, my paddleboarding hobby soon. That's going to be another episode coming up too. So yeah, if you have anything you want me to research, um, I'm. Right now my list is libraries, Scientology, I do not do true crime, do not ask me, just because I'm scared I'm going to get true crimed. Um, Library Scientology, Aristotle, um, Pipelines, IPCC report, I had something else. Oh, I wanted to Google friendships. Okay, Um, well, I'll talk to you later. Thank you so much, my, my bean pod. I will see you next week. Bye.